If you have been asking if healing is real, stick around and find out that healing is for real. And we don't mean maybe. My name is Tony. And I am Zin. And we are two witnesses and representatives of the miraculous gospel of healing. Boom! Bam! I am Zin El Fuego, and... I am Tony, the blue-haired brother. <laughs> I've been called the blue-haired prophet before as well. Yeah, I like, I like how that song and the blue-haired prophet. <laughs> I like that song. I like how that song. <laughs> so last episode, we were actually speaking about... We started common hindrances um, to healing today, and we ended up on the topic of what reality are you creating in your life? You know, what's your reference point that you're using? And I think we got a little deep, safe to say, which is safe to say that we got a little deep. I hope, I hope our, our listeners followed into the depth of the ocean that we went. <laughs> <laughs> we went and straight for the deep end. We went straight for the deep end. We, we dove deeply. <laughs> All right. So today, I think one of the things that I want to actually, and another point that we want to bring here as a common hindrance to healing is not understanding the law of spirits that everything reproduces after its own kind. And by that, I mean, we have the tendency to think that we could play hopscotch mentally, right? Because we are actually, we are not thought, we, we, we are not taught that our thoughts should reflect the spirit that we are of. Right? Remember when Jesus stood in front of a, a particular city and the sons of, he called them the sons of thunder were there. And they say, should we call down this? And Jesus say, you do not know of what spirit you are of. Because yep. you're saying something that is not of the spirit that we are operating by. And if for those of you who may, may be confused as to what Jesus meant, Jesus, the name Jesus means the one who saves from sin, salvation. And if they are his disciples, then they, he is your rabbi, and they are multiplying his, him, his name, then he is there to save. Once he is present, there is salvation. So for them to call judgment while they're in his name, functioning with him, they're saying something that is not of the spirit that they are of. Now, there's a lesson to learn in that, because the garden narrative sets the precedent that every spirit reproduces after its own kind. That is why trees bear mango trees, bear mangoes, pear trees bear pears, the vine grass, the, the grapevine bears grapes, the lion reproduces lions, the dog reproduces dogs. But it also works from, for, for your mind. Every spirit is supposed to reproduce thoughts after their own kind. And what you don't realize is that all of the things that you're using in life, like the last, last episode we were speaking about the trauma, all of these 
abundance of things, the doctors, the Google, the trauma, the generational curses, your granddaddy and your grandmommy and the uncle and the auntie and all of these different things you are using to give yourself thoughts. And so you want healing, but you're not actually functioning from the spirit that you are of. And why is he saying, I want healing? You're actually coming off of the spirit that's supposed to give you the healing, that's supposed to bring your, your, your body back into its alignment. And you're listening and following everything else. So you're saying things like, <clears throat> it's not working. Your spirit would never say that. The doctor saying that. Google saying that. You're watching the clock on the wall and saying it's not working because some time passed. Your pastor saying it. Your pastor saying that. <laughs> yeah. Sister so and so saying that. Brother so and so. It's not working. What do you think, Tony? <laughs> I'm going to sum up with what you just said. And one more. You think I can? I'm sure you can. <laughs> Unbelief. Wow. That is so true. Because you're not believing the spirit. Yeah. That is within you. Greater is he who is within you. Hmm. So somebody comes up to me and say, it's not working. Anybody want to guess what my response is? <laughs> what do be the response of the blue head prophet? Actually, this, this, this is how most conversations go. Tony, I'm believing, I'm believing. But it just ain't working. I'll tell you why it ain't working. Because you're not believing and you just said you're not believing. Exactly. Who says that they, they believe in and then says it? <laughs> Contradiction. I just got in my car and drove here, but yet the car is not working. Right. Right. Is that not a contradiction? A massive contradiction. So if I'm going to tell you, Zane, it ain't working. I'm not in belief. You're not. Our mouth gives us away because of what's in our heart yeah. and what comes up. We don't believe that greater is he who is in us. <laughs> we don't believe that the spirit, which includes our because we are self-determining. Well, if we determine for ourselves that we're sick. Yeah. If it's not working, that means we determined that we're sick, right? Yes, sir. This is not an insult. This is truth. It's plain facts. Plain facts. Undisputable facts. Now, you look at me, and I'm going to say I'm healed. Because I'm not going to use my body as the plum. <laughs> my body does not tell me. Because 
what? Once again, I'm healed. Period. Then, because I am spirit, I am energy. I am greater than the material. I am greater than the clay because I'm energy and spirit. What right. has to happen? There's only one thing that can happen. We're not, we're no longer matter trying to change matter. If we are, if our reference point is I'm a mere mortal being, which is matter, trying to get healed, trying to, or the most famous word, I'm trying to get the symptoms to leave. You're not going to get the symptoms to leave. Hmm. Because you're matter trying to change matter. Right. It takes energy to change matter. When we are spirit, hello, thoughts are spirit. Then we're energy and we are greater than the matter and it changes. Yep. Oh, did I get off topic? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You're still, you're, you're still very much on topic. You're still very much on topic. Because we the, the whole the whole the whole the whole up the, the whole um, theme on this episode here is all is actually staying in line with your spirit. And so you you, you term it on belief. Here, here's another way I would term it. You need to stop being confused about what spirit you're from or what spirit you are. Because if you're taking data from everything and everything around you, any and everything around you, you are confused about what you are. You have not even stopped and considered what you are. Who is in the body? What is in the body? Because by the law of everything reproducing after its own kind, you are supposed and you are designed to take data from your spirit alone. See, every even if you look at the animal kingdom, have you ever seen a lion behave like a chihuahua? That would be funny, right? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Can I play devil's advocate? <laughs> yeah. What about zebra? A zebra. A zebra is a donkey and a mule. <laughs> well, I never consider that one. I gotta go and study that one. <laughs> Animals in particular, they function from the data of their own spirit. Right? So, <laughs> you, don't, you don't see them doing what humans do. It's like, if, even if God actually, like in the Bible, it uses the lion to refer to Christ, the lion of Judah. Um, we, as believers, say that we believe that the Holy Spirit is in us. 
crisis in us. You see, we believe. But we are like, this might sound a little offensive, but we are like lions. When you're doing what you're doing, you are like a lion that goes to another animal, let's say a donkey, and you walk away braying like a donkey. That's literally what you're doing. Because you have not even taken the responsibility, here's that word, personal responsibility again, to identify what your spirit is. And so you're saying that the Holy Spirit is inside of you. You're saying that Christ is in you. But you're speaking words and making sounds that does not belong to your kind. Ivy, don't move the mountain. <laughs> hey. That's supposedly a Christian song. That's a sad Christmas, a Christian song. If he don't move the mountains, I still have faith in you. Number one, if the mountain ain't moved, you ain't got faith in him anyhow. Yeah. That's not it, faith. It's, a, it's interesting how, as believers, <laughs> we could make the decision to adopt the thoughts of things that don't come from our own spirit and then create doctrines and songs about it. Eh? It's like, coming back to the animal analogy, it's like you're a lion and you're making a song. So <laughs> <laughs> you're making a song, brain like a donkey. Oh. <laughs> that song's very funny. I mean, it's so hilarious. It, it, is hilarious to me in my mind, right? Think about a lion. You pass by the lion, and the lion is singing a song, and the, and the words of the song is brain like a donkey. So you're passing the lion is brain like a donkey. You pass by that lion, you will watch that lion, and so something is definitely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> something wrong with the lion, or the lion is possessed. You will say the lion is possessed. But it's okay for us to not live according to this, to, to, to this, according to our own kind, and understand that all of the promises of God, every promise in the Bible, are the thoughts after your own kind. So, for you to say you're believing, but it's not working, that is the same thing as as Holy Brother Tony put it. That's the same thing as saying, "I'm walking." But I'm not arriving. I'm walking, but I'm not moving forward. You are contradicting yourself. If you say that you're walking and not moving forward, are you walking at all? It's that simple. So we, we need to really sit down and question and become responsible to the spirit that we are of. So if you if you want healing, then and you believe in, in in plain and simple language, if you believe in, then there is never a time that it is not working. 
What do you rather? It's an impossibility. It's an impossibility indeed. It's not possible. <laughs> the problem is we put a question mark on everything. Yeah. You know, you, you, you know where, where this whole, like I've used this before and I've demonstrated this before. Most believers think it's not working because they're not seeing what they want to see within a particular time frame. You know, that's what caused the man to fall out of the garden. Because the serpent didn't see it when he thought it should manifest. But it came 930 years later, the man did die. And so as believers, we tend to actually take up that perspective. And what you're really doing is talking serpent talk. Your tongue is a serpent tongue, with all due respect. Your tongue being forked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's what it is. Uh, um, it is... We... Our expectation is the determining factor. Remember, we're using this a lot, self-determination. Yeah. So self-determination is based upon what are we expecting to happen. People tell what they expect to happen. Yeah. Always. 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 Well, I got to go home and take my pill. Wait a minute, you're healed. <laughs> I got to have this done. Wait a minute. Didn't you just tell me you felt like a 17-year-old? <laughs> we feel, I got to be careful here. I am not telling anyone not to have medical treatment. This is a disclaimer. Yeah. This is not medical advice. At all. This is spiritual guidance. Yeah. Nothing more, nothing less. Okay. <laughs> With that said, if you really believe that you're healed, and you are showing evidence, I'm going to use a churchy word, brace yourself. You are manifest, you are manifesting the healing, right? Let's say you can't walk. Let's say your back was screwed up. You get up out of the wheelchair and you walk. But yet you choose to let a doctor talk you into the surgery you were supposed to have, even though you're walking fine. <laughs> I have experienced that for myself. Of some other people making a decision to have a dangerous surgery done in spite of showing every sign of healing. No decisions. Is no that decisions. believing? 
and you've got the evidence. Yeah. I've seen this time and time again. <laughs> and that goes right back to logic. Human logic says, I better get it done to be safe. Now, wait a minute. No surgery is safe. How are you being safe by getting it done? You know, when, when you really look at it like that, it's very illogical what you're doing. Because, okay. I'm not saying, I said this is not medical advice in any form or fashion. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to tell anybody to, to not go to your surgery. But if we actually consider the fact that going and doing these procedures are 50-50, you are technically telling others or telling yourself that it is better. Just think about it for a moment. What you're saying is it is better to put myself in danger than to trust God. That's basically what you're saying. You actually are willing to put yourself in more danger because whatever is going to take place there could go terribly wrong. When you say that, you better you better dunk. Somebody <laughs> just threw a tomato at you. <laughs> but it's never 100% reliable. Right? There are many people that walk around here with surgeons that leave operating tools inside of them. They cut the wrong vein or they cut the wrong, the wrong artery. They cut the nerves. One set, a lot of different people have actually experiences where they went for something. I know someone who told me recently that somebody went for a surgery on the eye, went there, was a member of the clinic, scheduled for the surgery and they operated on the wrong eye perfectly good eye was operated on now you come out of there with two tampered eyes <laughs> two dysfunctional you went in at one you come out with two no I'm, I'm not trying to discredit or to dis discourage anybody but you really need to sit down and question what are you really saying that it is better to put yourself in danger. And simultaneously, I'm not saying that to just sit down and say, well, God will heal me and not take up responsibility in that area either. Because it's either you're taking responsibility to get it done through the 50-50 or the 40-60, or you take up your responsibility to get it done spiritually. So this is not about just sitting down and saying, well, well heal me and just sit down and get worse. For your, it's responsibility on both sides. What I'm saying, though, is if you actually take the same responsibility and apply it, where have you heard someone who's actually trusted God taking up personal responsibility and lost the both eyes because of trusting God? There is no case that you can encounter where somebody went for healing and come out with the next eye. <laughs> it's just, it, 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 it. I'm speechless when I hear that kind of logic. 
And that's the problem. That is human logic. That is human rationalization that makes no sense when you view it correctly. It makes absolutely zero sense. And by the way, for those of you who listen to us, and you, if this is resonating on you, and you're thinking about trusting God, then no sit down and be complacent. Get in contact with Holy Brother Tony. Get in contact with us on this podcast. We will definitely step up on that plate and help you to understand what you need to understand so that you can see a healing. But don't sit down there and just treat it as though, where have you ever heard that someone went before, went to God for healing for an eye and left because God healed the wrong eye? <laughs> that, that is something hilarious to you? <laughs> I've never heard anyone say that. <laughs> We look at healing as hit or miss, and that's the problem. We and look at it, well, God may or may not. We just don't. We do know. And perhaps, like, one of the things I want to throw in there with regards to what you just said, perhaps you're watching God from the moral compass and not watching God's character like laws of physics. The only time you should be concerned that God is not going to act is when gravity stopped working. There is no mention of that in history. There will be no mention of it today, and there will be no mention of it in the future. And as long as gravity works, as long as the sun rises in the east and sets in the west, these things are even in the Bible. As long as the sun rises in the east and sets in the west, actually showing you that God's character is demonstrated in nature. The only person that you actually, the only person that is here that is questioning the, the perfection or the, the, um, the flawless reputation that God has is human beings. It's sad. <laughs> but you actually have a greater probability of receiving healing than actually having a successful surgery. Now, I'm not saying that people don't come out and are well. I'm just saying that there are a lot of statistics where people who go and come out worse than before, tools left inside of them, something was cut the wrong place or the scenario that I just drew reference to, they operate on the wrong eye. Well, rather, if you go into the hospital and they, and they, and they operate on the wrong eye, what would, you, what, what, what would be your sentiment? What would be my sentiment? <laughs> yeah, what would be your sentiment? <laughs> I better not say. <laughs> it would be an old army saying that we used to have. I'll put it like that. It ain't pleasant. And you'd be perfectly justified. Yeah. You'd be perfectly justified because the same trust that should have been put in God, you're trusted in a man. Exactly and, right. And, and you're trusted in a man who actually using a, a reference point 
that, by the way, medical, and again, this is not medical advice, but if you go back and you research, even your understanding of how the medical system works, according to the definition that our brother Tony provided about two episodes ago, they're not moving with definite knowledge, you know. It's just what could be the problem. They give me medication for what could be. See if this works, and if it doesn't work, we'll give you something else. This is why every procedure, this is why every medicine has to go through tests. Yeah. And they go through tests based upon certain amount of people. Do, and there has to be a success rate in which they're trying to displace placebos because placebos get in the way. It happens so frequent, frequently that it gets in the way of getting medicine approved. Hmm. Good odds. That's why they're researching the placebo effect because if, if there is the same amount of effectiveness from a placebo as there is from the actual pill, that pill will not be verified. Wow. Guess how often that happens? Wow. Frequently. This is why this is why the understanding of healing needs to become prominent. And understanding that your spirit is reliable to bring healing to your body. The spirit of God in you is reliable. Very reliable. Even when we are faithless, I was I was an atheist when my trial with the Lou Gehrig's thing started in 2006. Yet I survived until my healing. Come on. Yeah. While an atheist. Right. <laughs> When I didn't know anything about healing. I didn't own a Bible. See, you see so many people speak about faith from the moral compass perspective to it. Because they believe it is a, is a, is a, is a, is some sort of moral uprightness. Right. When faith is just, you actually tapped into faith in that situation, not knowing it. Exactly right. But it's defined through the moral compass and not through a functional perspective. Like, what right. is the function of defeat? Exactly right. So people outside of Christianity tap, tap into the principle and experience it. And they tap it. into it and experience it far easier than Chris, Christians should experience it so much more. It's so much easier. But yeah. it's because of religion and the way people have been taught and what they believed. Yeah. That's the thief right there. The thief <laughs> is religion. True. 1,000% true. The Pharisee that says, well, don't come to me to pray. You need to go to a doctor. That's the thief. Or let me pray just to do it. 
just because uh, James says, anoint you with oil. Okay, I'm going to anoint you with oil. You're anointed with oil. Now go see a doctor. <laughs> Woo! We, we, we fall far with that, Christian, Christian with the whole idea of, of, as you put it, unbelief. It's just plain unbelief. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Zane would agree with me. It is hard. <laughs> it is harder to see a Christian, a mainstream Christian, healed than an atheist. I have questioned. I had questioned that for a, a few years. Well, I questioned it because I found it strange. It, it is so easy to see. <laughs> An atheist like myself to healed. Yeah. Than most Christians. <laughs> and I mean, it should be exactly the opposite. Is on that note also that Jesus rebuked Thomas. Remember? Why did Jesus rebuke Thomas? That's a good question to ask yourself. If unbelief is so harmless. I actually had to rebuke all the disciples. Yeah. Every one of them he rebuked because none of them believed. Just yeah. doubting Thomas just gets the... Right, right. He gets yeah. spotlight because he, was, he wasn't there the time he rebuked them all. Right, right, right. He did. He did indeed rebuke them. Every single one of them. And, so, and what Christians actually think is that that is a moral rebuke. Anything that's not, it has nothing to do with morality. And if you come up to morality, and I, I want to leave all of our listeners with that thought, if it is not about morality, then why is just rebuking them? Reason yourself to it. You will, you will find that, you will find that there is a, there is a whole dynamic there that you have made yourself absent to, because you're trying to be right. So, any thoughts there, Holy Brother, before you wrap it up? Right now, I just speak healing. My words are spirit. They are life. I speak healing to every single person listening right now. A deaf right ear right now. Thank you, Jesus. Every single thing, every single person, I speak life. Bam. Amen. And boom. All right. So this brings us to the end of yet another episode, Common Entrance, Common Hindrances to Healing, Part 2. See us on Part 3, where we will bring up another common hindrance <clears throat> in our society. There's so many. If we actually spend time doing this, we could, we could, probably, comment, we could probably comment about 50 episodes, but we're not going to be doing that. <laughs> So we are actually identifying the components that are the, fun, the fundamental components. Once we identify the fundamental components, everything else falls into perspective. So if, if, you, if, if you'd like to get in contact with us, you want to know more, you can always get in contact with us via the information on your screen. And see you on the next episode. <laughs>